Welcome to D&D Disaster. My name's Ben, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm your Dungeon Master. What you're about to listen to is a recap of two unrecorded sessions that we played in twos, Indra and Kettle together and Yarrow and Azalea together, as well as an introduction to the characters individually and their players. This adventure takes place in my homebrew world of Canasper, of which a map will be available on our Instagram, at Disaster. Let's meet our players. Hi, my name is Asta, my pronouns are they, them, and I play Yarrow Hawk, the ratfolk rogue, whose pronouns are he, him. Yarrow was adopted by a loving family of rabbit folk, but as the second youngest of 26, he found Warren life quite confining. During his adolescence, he used to sneak out at night and steal trinkets, although was often greeted by an impatient Azalea, his eldest rabbit folk sister, who would not be shy on giving him a scolding. Despite this, the two did have a close friendship. Fast forward a few years and Yarrow had escaped the claustrophobic life underground and ended up in the town of Ashwall. There he got involved with the Obsidian Cult, at first manning a scam store for a take in profits and slowly moving up the ladder to attending and even leading some heists. He grew a close affiliation with the group's leader and when the time came helped him escape whilst faking his death. Months after the event, things were not the same. Yarrow continued working for the guild, although a young but cold tabaxi had taken his former leader's place. After being sent to retrieve a particular relic and a heated near miss with his rival, the Gnat of the Bladed Wheel, Yarrow sought the help of his sister as she had more experience with these religious symbols. He hopes to gradually find a way out of the Obsidian Cult for himself and reconnect with a certain someone along the way. Hi, my name's Cheryl, and my pronouns are she, her, and I play Azalea, the rabbit folk paladin whose pronouns are also she, her. As the eldest of 26, Azalea always felt responsible for looking after her family, including her adopted rat folk brother, Yarrow. Although strict with her siblings, Azalea took great care to protect and support each one of them. Yarrow, in particular, would be admonished, but never handed over to the authorities for his sticky fingers. As time passed, she found herself being drawn into the forest, seeking to understand its allure and peculiar power. She happened upon and ended up rescuing an injured air ganassi trapped beneath a fallen log. After nursing her back to health over several days, the air ganassi, known as Saskia, insisted on repaying the Warren for their favour. Azalea had admired the weaponry Saskia carried and trained relentlessly under her guidance, becoming a force to be reckoned with. Azalea took on the role as protector of Hayland Forest, crafting armour made of lacquered and hardened wooden rings from fallen trees. However, after failing to defend the forest from a group of unknown invaders, an injured Azalea fled to find Saskia again and understand this burning power within her. Hi, my name is Fran and my pronouns are she, her, and I pick Kittle, the cobalt druid of the Circle of the Alchemist, and my pronouns are also she, her. Kettle spent most of her life in the past Ganth forest along with her clan. Being light sensitive meant she could only travel to the edges of the forest at night time to study nature and its applications. This is what she truly delighted in. Disagreeing almost entirely with her clan's beliefs and cultures, eventually Kettle just had to find a way out. She befriended a mysterious being on one of her nighttime treks who helped her find a makeshift solution to her light sensitivity. And now she's off to explore the big wide world. Hello, my name is Eden, my pronouns are they, them, and I play Indra Ashvini, the human bard sorcerer, and my pronouns are also they, them. Indra was born in the far, far north of the continent in a tiny settlement called Ashvini. 
their father disappeared mysteriously shortly before their birth, and their mother only three years after. Indra was taken in and raised by the village community, but as this child with the strange tattoos grew, they noticed that Indra had the strange ability themselves to affect the emotions of those around them. Anyone who spent too long with this child became overcome with feelings of sadness and pessimism, and they were plagued with terrible nightmares. What's more, the village noticed that horrible rain and snowstorms were often centred on Indra. Eventually, the village had to make the difficult decision to send Indra south to an orphanage in a larger town where their abilities could be studied. But after years of different specialists, they still had no luck finding the source of these powers. One day, the headmaster of the famous Moonseeker Bards Academy picked up word of this unusual child while passing by and, upon visiting Indra herself, invited them to join the academy where they could train to become a professional bard. Despite Indra's impressive academic skill, they were always held back by this aura of melancholy, and after a key confrontation, they ran away from the academy in the night, and they are now determined to get their powers fixed once and for all. After leaving the Warren for the first time and helping everybody I came across, I happened to bump into my younger brother Yarrow, who I hadn't seen for many, many years, and he needed help with his quest. Azalea and I were passing through Wolfskeep on the way to Ambergate, as I had some business there, when we were approached by a blubbering farmer asking for our help after being kicked out of the city. We couldn't just leave him, he was practically pleading for our help. I offered our assistance straight away and we were led down a few hours to his, um, farm? Which had been taken over by these horrible flying things. Sturges, Azalea. Oh yeah. Anyway, we told the farmer to get to safety until we had dealt with them. I snuck over to the farmhouse to get a closer look and counted three of them. We deliberated a plan. I was to wait by the window and Azalea to come through the door in order to block them in and perform a sneak attack. Except Azalea slammed the door. It was heavier than it looked. Besides, it didn't matter anyway. They were no match for our awesome power. Yeah, anyway. I thought it would be a good idea to check around afterwards for- uh, Excuse me, don't forget that I cleared out the whole place of those gross Sturge corpses and I made the place look brand new. Yeah, those corpses were pretty disgusting. Rather you than me. Hey! Anyway, I found a secure stash of drugs in the bag. Turns out this innocent little farmer was growing and refining them for the Bladed Wheel, a local crime gang and rivals of, uh, oh, never mind. Of who? Don't tell me you know these guys. Okay, just because I've experienced the crime world doesn't mean I'm a part of it now. Roll deception. Oh, let me have this. Anyway, after confronting the farmer and learning he was doing it under duress, Yara decided it was a better idea to leave the drugs alone rather than destroying them, which I still think was a good idea. You'd rather see that guy get fried by the bladed wheel. You really could have picked any other gang to mess with. Oh, I suppose not. So, after making sure the farmer was okay to be left on his own, we went back to Wolf's Keep to get back on track. Uh, what were we meant to be doing again? I just had to research this rune I'm meant to be deciphering for someone, which is why I needed your help in the first place. I'm no good when it comes to symbols or religion or that. Ah, oh, yeah! We went to the church of Prasnethus and I learned that the sect of the wizards could help me understand my powers. And then I fell asleep because you took too long. And then we went to the Golden Falls Inn for the night and I snuck down and stole that bottle of ice wine. What's this about wine? Nothing. 
It is actually a super crazy story of how I met Indra. They were stood in the middle of this path, surrounded by giant rats. I thought it was an excellent opportunity to test out my new spell I'd been working on that week. I entangled those rats right up. Uh, yes, and well, Miss Kettle asked me what I was doing so far out in the woods, and well, at the time I didn't really want to tell her that I'd run away from the college, so I am um, sort of um, lied and said that I was doing a survey on the local bee population. Wait, what? Oh, oh never mind. Um, what was I saying? Oh, oh, yes. So I mentioned I was searching for a place to get supplies and spend the night, and Kettle sort of decided to, uh... Yes! We went to the town together, and it was my first big adventure with a friend, and I was so excited. We reached some fields that looked a bit weird. Everything was sort of dying, so I, I took some dirt samples for later. I thought the uh, quality of the dirt might be really useful for Indra's bee survey. Um, yes, thank you, Miss Kettle. It's extremely helpful. Uh, when we actually found the town, down the road there was this huge building. Indra told me it was a chapel. Um, we went in and there was lots of sick people and people injured by rats in there. It was, uh, it was actually really good luck because it meant I was able to test out some of the healing stuff I'd been working on. Yes, and I didn't really want to be super near the injured people in case I had, well, an effect on them. And uh, Kettle was starting to wonder what was up and there was this priestess here who I thought might be able to help, so I decided to just stop and explain about my powers and how, well, p people get sad whenever they're around me. I, I thought this might make Kettle realize why she shouldn't be around me, but uh... But I thought it was very exciting! And now I definitely have to stay with Indra because it's such a good research topic! M maybe, hopefully, um, probably not, but m m Miss Kettle was actually really good at helping the farmers out, and the priestess asked if she, uh, uh, we, I guess, could deal with the rat problem in exchange for supplies and a place to sleep, uh, as well as some extra gold, which would help me... Uh... Us! Uh, in my Our... uh, overall plan, which was to... Uh, Go to the capital to, and find someone to sort out their powers. powers. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Miss Kettle. The next day was actually pretty exciting because we met this huge man called Jorman the night before. They let us sleep at his house, but Indra was a bit weird in the morning. Ah, never mind. Uh, we went out into the forest and found some more rats, which we killed, of course. Um, and then we saw really weird-looking rocks in the water. Yes, and we had a bit of a choice here because we could either go to the waterfall, where the rats were coming from, or go upstream to the source of the river, and I, I thought maybe the water could be what was making everyone ill, because they were using it to drink from, and may maybe the rats could be affected as well, so we, we ended up going to the source of the river. And then we found this cave, and then we found a huge bird that was about to go to Cockatrice. It was pretty mad, so we killed it, and then I took its glands for potions, and then we noticed there was loads of nasty dead rats polluting the water, so I started moving all the water around the ma with magic to get all the dead rats out of the water, and then everything was fine, yeah? Y yes, Kettle, that, that pretty much sums it up. I think it might have been the rats home, actually, and maybe the cockatrice get them off. Oh, wait! I forgot! When we got back, there was this giant party. I tried this new drink called Scrumpy, and it made my brain so fizzy. Even Indra smiled for the first time. And then the second time. And then the third. Wait, what are you writing about me? Oh, don't worry about it, Indra. Just updating my research notes. We join our characters in the town of Wolfskeep, north of Edisted, on the continent of Garlonia. See you in the next episode.